Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. Hi, Tony. You just came in the door. I am uh, coming uh, to you live from beautiful Whistler, uh, BC. If you want to kind of see where I am, the beautiful mountains out there. Um, so I did want to pop in and uh, go live. I see that some of you got some questions that you're asking me about. Uh, so I'm going to go through those now. I do have my trusted iPad with me. So if you have any questions or things that you want to talk about, uh, let me know. I'll get right into them. Uh, just a reminder, if you're new to the group, which I know quite a few of you are, uh, first of all, welcome. Second of all, make sure you check out the maintenance guide. So we run things a little different in the maintenance group. It's not kind of every day we are posting to create engagement and, you know, to keep things in the forefront of your mind and kind of build on everything that you've done. But there isn't sort of like a guided maintenance program. So there are those of you who are solidifying your weight. So remember those four stages of finally and forever. You've lost your weight. Now you're in the maintenance program. You're solidifying your weight. So we have some of you who are personalizing the plan in order to do that. Some of you who are repeating the program again. I know you're in the spring, summer group and you're doing that. Then once you put time into solidifying your weight, a good few months, then you're kind of testing the waters, trying to get used to what maintenance looks like and feels like to you before you're really at a place to just kind of move on, wake up, look good, feel good, and kind of live your life. So all the maintenance information is stored in the maintenance guide. At any time on any post, you can pop into the maintenance group and ask all the questions that you need. So, you know, make sure you are doing that. Some of you are popping in every day. Some of you, you know, once a week, some of you, you know, every couple months, uh, we have people who've been in maintenance for years. I have some clients that, you know, did my personal program many years ago that are still in maintenance that are in the program. People from our very first 2008, uh, 18, uh, living method group are in the group. Some of you just new to maintenance. So everyone's working at different phases and stages. So every Monday in the morning, if you pop into the group, the team will do it. Gina's going, live poster. So if you, if you can't make me make it live, you can just add your questions to that poster. I've made a list of some of the ones that I'm going to go through now. Okay. So first of all, Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend, any celebratory days, celebratory weekends and whatnot. Um, as you go through them for the first time in maintaining your weight, um, you might struggle a little bit. You might be tested a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of uh, your old habits might pop up, a lot of your feelings and associations um, and issues attached to like Mother's Day, for example, I was talking about in the morning live, like I'm so lucky to celebrate. I have two amazing moms in my life. You know, some of you don't have your moms with you. That can be very emotional. Some of you, this may be your first Mother's Day without you know, your mom physically here with you. Some of you may be new moms and struggling with like, ah, oh, my mom. Um, some of you may be triggered by wanting to be a mom, you know, so it can come with a lot of feels. These, these moments of, you know, being around family and celebrating and stuff as, as wonderful as they are, are not without issues and associations attached to them. And then of course, if you've ever used food, right, this is where those get complicated. So I wanted to challenge you to kind of take things to the next level mentally. Like physically, you're good. You've lost your weight in a healthy, sustainable way. It's really the mental part of things. And this is where you might find yourself indulging and needing to get back on track or feeling your emotions. Really kind of tune into that and turn up the volume. Turn up the internal volume on what's happening, you know, mentally with your with your maintenance journey, right? So the use sort of these weekends and opportunities, whenever you're reflecting back and be like, I wish you didn't do this or why did I do that? You know, it could be that you're falling back into old old habits or patterns or issues 
issues or associations and traumas. Even though you've successfully lost your weight, that doesn't mean that you're done working through a lot of those issues, right? So even in maintenance, you're going to be, you're going to find, and then they just, you're, you're dealing with those. And then you just add a little bit of a celebratory weekend or, you know, something, do you know what I mean? And then next thing you know, those feelings are brought to the surface, which is good. If you're feeling feels, it means like they're being brought up because you are ready to deal and work through them. Sometimes we get so focused on back on track and doing what we need to do with the food when it's, it's not the back on track. Yes. Get back on track if you indulge, but why did you indulge? Especially if you're feeling feels about it. If you woke up on uh, today and didn't say anything other than hashtag worth it, had an amazing day yesterday, ate yummy food, would do it again in a heartbeat, then chances are you're dealing with some issues. Why did you make choices that you're not really happy with? You know, so there's still a lot of learning uh, to be done when it comes to that. Um, so let's talk about uh, you did indulge utilizing back on track versus personalizing the plan. So there are two different things, right? So whenever you find yourself going off track, your weight is going up or you indulge, whether it's a weekend or it's a whole week away, or you've had a whole month of like stress, situational change, you're noticing your weight is, is going up far beyond just like normal fluctuations and you want to get back on track. So you want to back on track and, but not just back on track with the food and the water and the basics back on track with maximizing everything you can do to get back on track as well, right? Managing your stress, managing your sleep. Like sometimes we think, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm back on track with the foods. Why isn't my weight dropping down? Meanwhile, you're stressed like crazy and you're not sleeping and you're not any of those things. So I know recently Odette did a post on um, maximizing back on track. So if you are going to do back on track, you want to be super consistent with it. That original food plan formula is, you know, very familiar to your body physically, mentally. You think back on track, your body will act back on track. Um, super effective, super useful, um, but it's not just about eating the foods. It's asking the four questions again, right? It's, it's making your food choices nutrient rich. It's making sure you're getting the water in. It's managing your stress. You know, it's getting better quality sleep. It's moving your body. It's doing all of those things, all of those things. And then if you're personalizing the plan, remember personalizing the plan is not loosey goosey. Just eat what you want when you want. Then you want to, if you're personalizing the plan to get that scale right back down and get back to feeling good again, you're checking in at every single meal and snack time. You're maximizing your choices. You're asking the four questions. You're still maximizing everything else, your stress and your sleep and your movement and all of those things, right? Like you're assessing, am I hungry? Do I need to eat? Could I eat? Should I eat? You're still not going to let long periods of time go without eating. So it's work, right? It's not just like, oh, I'm back on track and I'm good. It's it's work, right? The other thing I do want to stress is that when you're in that stage two, uh, this four stages, the, the solidifying your weight, you don't want to be indulging. Not yet. You've got to give your body time to adjust your new weight. So I think what happens is, is many of you come off of, I lost it. I'm in maintenance. I can use back on track whenever I want. You actually really want to minimize and, and stick to, you know, really allowing your body to solidify your weight with minimal challenges. It's, this is testing the waters where you're now having the burger and fries at lunch or the pasta or the pizza and the chippies at night. And do you know what I mean? That's where you're kind of like, you know, testing the waters in terms of how reactive your body is with that. So while you're in that second stage, you really do want to minimize um, any of that back on trackness because it just feels like you're constantly indulging back on track and culting back on track. And then you're spending just as much time, you know, maintaining your weight as when you're trying to lose your weight, right? Um, so that's really important. So there, there definitely is a difference between back on track and then person and you know personalizing the plan when it comes to maximizing not just doing the bare minimum especially if your weight is up you really want to make sure you're doing all of the things 
Um, I also want to talk about, um, someone was asking about old habits, you know, like they find that they're creeping back into old habits. And this is where one of the ways is obviously, first of all, I love that you're aware that you're doing that. The old habits are hard to break. There's the saying for a reason because they are. So a lot of times people focus on those old habits when in reality, you really want to focus on the new habits and reinforce that behavior. Um, so that's sort of when you notice that you are doing other things like going for a walk or, you know, switching up your nighttime routine or those things that you're doing, starting your day with lemon water, right? Like a lot of the times when we feel so great when we are losing weight compared to when we're maintaining is we're doing all these little things that are making us feel really good <laughs> that add up, right? And then your motivation is your weight loss. Obviously, that's why you're doing them. When you're maintaining, you're not really, you don't have that same kind of motivating factor, right? You're just, you're kind of here now and you're doing what you're doing. So don't underestimate all those little things that you were doing that were creating, you know, and supporting all of your new habits, like having the lemon water first thing in the morning, rather than going for a coffee where you're more most likely to get a bagel or a donut or, you know, something else, right? Um, so all those little habits that you were doing, kind of look at them and be like, which one of these do I want to keep and keep doing? And then really reinforce those by being really proud of the fact that you're still doing them. Still working on being mindful, get, getting enough water. I'm still taking time to manage my stress and deep breathe throughout the day. I'm still practicing good sleep hygiene, all of those things. So it's all about reinforcing. Also, you know, there's that book Atomic Habits. I, I talk about it a lot. It's a good one. I like to stay in my lane. I, I'm a weight loss expert, not a habit creator, maker, breaker expert. Um, though, you know, how you create new habits is every day doing as many things as possible that are falling in line with your goals. And those all of a sudden are your new habits that create your new lifestyle. Um, but there's, um, you know, stacking habits where you add a good habit on top of an already existing habit, um, you know, like your, your nighttime routine or whatever that might be. Um, and Atomic Habits is a great book for that. I'm sure there's lots of great books out there on habits, but that, you know, enlist some help. Do you know, like you're not a habit expert. So, you know, go get a book, you know, you know, go, go do some research on, you know, how to, how to break your old habits and reinforce new ones. Obviously, you know, you've done a lot of that throughout the probably the process, but this is where you might want to seek that expert help. I don't know if there's like a habit expert out there or whatever, but you know, but, but recognizing that you're falling back in old habits, also bringing awareness to the fact that those old habits aren't serving you. And, and a lot of times you really need to own that. Like, why, why do I keep doing this? And then maybe you, the answer is not going to pop up right away, but you're bringing awareness to the fact you keep doing it. And when you recognize you're doing it, if you keep doing it, you're going to recognize you keep doing this thing that it's don't, it's no longer working for you. Why do I keep doing that? I had a guy, kind of a guru guy that I would kind of call my guru, but, um, that I would go to and talk about these things. He's like, you know, Gina, it seems like every time I keep repeating out, pattern. He's like, you just like to get hit over that head with that two by four time and time again. until you finally learn your lesson, you know, and it took me, it takes me sometimes a few times to kind of get it and be like, ah, oh, why do I keep doing that? That's not serving me. It's not making me happy. It's not bringing me joy. It's none of those things. So why do I keep doing this thing? And then, so recognize that and then reinforce your good behavior. Wow. Every time I go, go for a walk, I feel freaking amazing. Maybe it's not like a 45 minute walk uphill through the mountains. Maybe it's like just a walk around the village for five minutes, but going out for a walk, that feels really good. I'm really happy that I did that. I feel really amazing. So then when you're making that association to the new thing, going for a walk, yeah, go for a walk. Feels good. Feels amazing. Then all of a sudden you're out there, you know, for a couple minutes, it leads to 10 minutes, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. And all of a sudden you're doing it, you know, a couple times a week, every, every day. And it's part of your new habit and your new lifestyle, as opposed to maybe sleeping in or, you know, staying on your phone in the morning or any of those things, you know, I'm definitely not an expert on it, but, um, I definitely, 
uh, the little things that you do do. And that, that this is known about habits. It's not the big things that you're doing. And this is the issue with people needing to be perfect. It's all the little things you're consistently doing that will add up and make a big difference. Hi, everyone. Hi, Valerie. Hi, Suzanne. Um, okay. What else do I want to talk about? Um, uh, I can't read my writing. <laughs> I want to talk to Valerie because, uh, you know, Valerie's been with us for a while and she's uh, talking. Her weight has been up. She feels more comfortable at a lower weight. She's trying to get back to that weight. So I do want to talk about this, that, that you, so while you are doing the program and trying to lose weight, you're doing everything you can to see your lowest low, right? And it's not normal to live a life. Well, it's not normal to see a lowest low every day when you're just living your life, you know, eating, adding in more carbohydrates that are not going to cause you to gain weight, for example, but does cause your body to retain a little bit more water. So it might have your weight sitting up a little bit higher. So when we talk about set points, so you, you, you lose weight, your body adjusts to your new weight. That becomes your new set point. You lose more weight, your body adjusts to that. That's your new set point. You lose more weight, you reach your weight loss goal. And then that's what solidifies stage two, solidifying your weight is like being a, a long ass plateau to help your body make your new weight your new norm, make your body, make your new set point. But within that set point, there's a range of about like 10 pounds, right? It's not just one number. It's not like just like 145 is your set point. It, that's not, it's not one number. There, there's a range where you're going to fluctuate. It's normal to fluctuate. It's normal to fluctuate for a variety of different reasons, normal for your weight to go up for a variety of different reasons. But I think what happens when we're normalizing that, that it's normal for your weight, let's say you you got 145 as your lowest low, but then you find you're sitting around one, you know, you're sitting around 150 and you're like, but I like how I locked in, you know, how my clothes fit at 145. Great. But you have to remember that you were, when you were feeling what 145, you were doing all of these things to see your lowest low every single day, maximizing all of those things that you were doing, being super mindful, asking the four questions, doing whatever. And so you may be kind of noticing that in not doing all of those things, you're not feeling as great. And I hear this all the time. Well, the number on the scale, I'm fine with the fact that the number's on the scale, but it don't feel as good as I felt. And that's because it's not about the, the weight. It's not being up five pounds. Chances are it could be the things that you're not doing that were adding up to make you feel really good. Like as simple as having that lemon water in the morning. You know what I mean? Not that it's no magical thing, but it kind of set the tone for your day. Maybe added in some of those added enzymes. You know, you start drinking more water from the get go. Like you're just not as diligent usually in maintenance, in doing the things that make you feel really good that you did while you're looking to lose weight. So that's one thing. And then I know, Valerie, you are on a mission and you have been doing a lot of these things. So then what came up with me, and I know you went to your doctor, you can go get your blood work done and it might not show much in terms of your hormones, for example. Um, you can get your blood work done and it might not, you know, show, it might not show a lot of things that you have going on, like digestive issues, food sensitivities, you know, there, there could be things. And then there's also stress levels, right? Like different seasons, like maybe, um, you know, maybe the winter it was super, super long, super dark, you know, maybe just really affected you. And, you know, you might notice that maybe in the spring, summer is where you just find it so much easier to maintain, you know, a, a lower weight where you just, you know, you feel so much better, right? Maybe it's circumstantial. I don't know. I know in the summertime for me, my body is super reactive to heat. And so my weight will always stay throughout the summer at the higher end. Now, mind you, I'm also having like cervezas and some chips and I'm enjoying my summer and I'm definitely not trying to see my lowest low, but my body is very reactive to, 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 um, retaining water in the heat. 
you know, so that I know that. So that summertime is not when I'm going to see my lowest low. I feel my best and have my best energy. And I freaking love the heat and love summer, but my weight does tend to, to, to stick around that higher end. So, um, a couple of things, if you're trying to bring your weight back down, make sure you're doing it with intention, right? And then look, look, look into what is going on, right? And a lot of times too, when our weight has gone up and we look to drop our weight right back down, because sometimes your weight does go up for a variety of reasons and you are actively trying to get it down, make sure, first of all, you are doing all the things. Like you're not sometimes maintaining, sometimes trying to lose. You can't get caught. And I, that was another um, you know, someone who, you know, they've been maintaining, but now they want to lose. So there's nothing wrong with being in maintenance for a while and then deciding you want to go for more and lose more, or it's nothing wrong with your maintenance, your weight has creeped up for whatever reason. And now you want to, you know, you feel like you have to actually have 10 pounds to lose, five pounds to lose, whatever. First, recognizing it is normal for your weight to kind of fluctuate and have your weight be sitting about five pounds above your lowest low. So that is normal. Um, but let's say your weight's gone five pounds above that, situational change, stress levels, whatever you're noticing, and you feel like it's actually we are waking because that happens, then it's like you're losing it. So then you are either repeating the program hardcore, just as hardcore as you did it the first time to lose that weight, or you're personalizing the plan hardcore in order to lose your weight. There's no kind of wishy-washy kind of sort of doing all the things. If you're going to lose weight, you've got to be all in doing all the things all the time in order to lose that weight, just like you did the first time you lost the weight. You don't, you don't get special privileges because just because you did reach your weight, your maintenance goal. Now you are more in tune with your body. Your body doesn't want the fat. Your metabolism is higher. So you absolutely have the advantage, but it's no different than in someone who doing one program lost 20 pounds. They have 20 more pounds to lose. So they're doing Doing another program and then they're doing it with fresh eyes. You don't, you don't, you, you, sometimes you have to step it up even more. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even more all in. So definitely take a look at, so, cause I noticed that I'm still drinking the six liters of water. You know, I, I'm still having this six, six liters of water. You know, I'm doing all the things. Well, maybe you only need five now, right? Cause you, you've dropped a huge chunk of weight and you don't need six liters of water. Or maybe now you're, you're, you're more active. And so you need more or do you know what I mean? So this is where you want to take a look at what does this body need in this moment in order to, you know, successfully focus on weight loss and, and bring and lose that weight again. Right. Cause that essentially that's what you're doing or lose more weight or continue. Cause I know some of you, you reach maintenance and then you decide, okay, I want to go for more. So you really can't be wishy washy about it. And then the other thing, um, Valerie was like food sensitivities. That, that was a big one, you know, it comes down to those four reasons why your weight might not be moving, you know, um, hormones, you know, and a simple blood panel is not going to do that for you. Um, or maybe you're just on the, you're on the range of like, you know, they're, they're just kind of starting to affect you. Who knows? Um, inflammation in the body, right? Could for, could be for other reasons, you know, um, beyond just storing excess fat, um, definitely food sensitivities, digestive issues, those kinds of things, taking a look at anything that's off. And then outside of that, it could be just kind of really digging in a little bit more, like really asking those four questions. And this is why maybe personalizing the plan is not the way to go for you. Maybe it's repeating the program again. So you go through those steps of downsizing. So if you're repeating, if you're personalizing the plan, for example, 
and you're asking those four questions, you may be getting into satisfaction when what you really need to do is downside those portions a little bit. Maybe you've gotten used to those portions in satisfaction and you know, you could actually go for a little less. And so that's maybe where repeating the program again, absolutely is an advantage when it comes to not just solidifying your way, but, but losing your weight again, right? Like that's where you have to kind of dig into that a little bit more. And that's where we are downsizing. That's where we are, you know, again, I'm getting into, um, um, what's it called? What's it called when you split up your meals and snacks? Feeding the metabolism, you know, where you, you kind of got into that, where that you thought you were eating to satisfaction, what you needed. And when you split those portions up, even after downsizing, you actually get satisfied on a lot less. And, you know, really getting in tune to the fact that your, you know, your body needs, like if you're personalizing the plan, really get in tune. What I find what happens with personalizing the plan is a lot of people end up making it look like what the basic program looks like when, you know, really it's normal to be going four and a half, five hours without being, without being hungry and really tuning into that, right? Like this takes a lot of skill to personalize the plan in order to lose your weight. So it could be that if you keep personalizing the plan and then find yourself, keep getting back on track and you're not getting anywhere, then what you really need to do is dig your heels in with repeating the program again to finish losing that weight, right? It It does take a lot of skill. This is why I prefer personalizing the plan because I know what I'm doing and I've been doing it for 30 years working with clients. So I love that. And it does give you a little bit more flexibility in your life, but also you can't be the structure of repeating the program again, right? So. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, I, I, I love talking about this. You know, I can talk about this. This I can talk about this shit all day. Yeah. So, um, so, so food choices, hormones, your mentality. So this is what I also want to talk about. And I got to get going. Um, you're talking about the mentality, right? The mentality of, you know, maybe it's prioritizing yourself. Maybe you're really not taking the time for yourself that you took before. Maybe, you know, maybe you're having a hard time letting this go. Maybe you're having a hard time. Maybe you do feel amazing and it's your, maybe you're, you're comfortable in your body and your skin, but you're getting crappy sleep and you're letting your stress get that, get, get a hold of you. So then you really don't feel well. Do you know what I mean? It could be a lot of things mentally going on. Maybe you're getting into some deep past emotional trauma. Maybe you don't feel worthy. Maybe you really don't feel worthy of, um, you know, made, you know what we should do, Valerie? We should get you totally to do a one-on-one with me and go through this. I think that would be a great idea. Like I used to do this with clients a lot. And then I, I stopped doing it because I just found I was pointing out the obvious. You know, when we did the maximizing conversations, I used to bring people on when they were trying to lose weight. And they're like, I'm doing everything. And then I'd be like, well, how much water are you drinking? And they're like, a liter and a half. And I'm just like, wait, that, that's not everything. What do you mean? Wow. You know, so I got tired of pointing out the obvious with people. Now that hence the, not that I, you know, didn't want to do it, but I didn't like doing it and pointing it out in front of, you know, 20,000 people that, hey, 
you know, um, but just, just being really real that that's where the whole maximizing checklist is and empowering people to do it on their own and really pointing out there's always more you can do. But I know you're in on this. I know we're having the conversation. So you and I should jump on a one and one and we can just kind of go through it all and figure out where you're at and what you're doing. I know, you know, being on a panel is one thing and just kind of a casual chat, but really going into it, you know, that makes sense. I might not feel worthy of looking like this. Yeah, Suzanne, there's a lot. Like, there's one of the things that's really blown my mind with this whole maintenance group is this, like, this is where the real work comes in. It's one thing to lose your weight. Do this. Do your body work. Do this. Right? Respond like that. Lose the weight. But it's, like, such a mental game, um, and which is really interesting at, at this obesity conference. You know, not a lot of people talking about that. Yes, losing the weight. But they don't even, the people that I've talked to are here, they don't even have faith in maintenance. It's, it's interesting. They don't even have faith in maintenance because I don't think anyone's really studied or really realized what goes into successfully maintaining your weight. It's not just, it's not the physical. You know what to do. You, you know, if you eat the thing and your weight goes up, you know, if you're stressing and your weight goes up, you know, if you're sleeping and sleeping, your weight goes up, you know, if you're not prioritizing your weight goes up, you know, that on top of all the other reasons why you fluctuate. But that's a big thing. Like, you know, why are we in the pursuit of a number on a scale when we're the only ones who know the number? And it really just goes by how we feel. Do you know, why are, why, why are we trying to chase that number? You know, at the end of the day, why have we been so successful at losing our weight, but now we don't have faith that we're going to be able to maintain it? Why are we now sabotaging ourselves? Why are we not, why do we feel like we've spent enough time on ourselves and we should be done? Done what? Prioritizing yourself? Done what? Leveling up your health and wellness? Done what? Trying to figure out your shit? Work through your issues and associations? Done what? Trying to find peace? Done what? Trying to live your best life? Done what? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. It's an ongoing thing. And I think that's one of the things that might be difficult for people to understand. They work so hard. Some people, 20, 30 years trying to get here, they get here. And then they're like, well, fuck. There's more work to do. I didn't, I didn't, I just wanted to be done with it. And in reality, you're not done. In fact, this is real, the real work, honestly, the hard work, the deep work, you know, this is where it really comes into this point. So, so if you're here and you are kind of struggling with that a little bit, good, because I want you to know that's really normal. That I'm finding that these conversations that we're having are exactly the conversations we need to be ha- having at this point, you know? Um, I really needed to oh, where's, uh, hear this today. I'm up 10 pounds for my initial loss. Girl, my cat started needing my tummy today. Uh, I definitely need to get back on track. So, so I am, and I know I've, I've shared this with you guys back in, uh, back in, I had a stressful spring. I wasn't well, stressful summer. I'm still having stress. Uh, one of my kids is stressing me out, but, um, I had this thing in the fall. I've told you where I wasn't feeling good and I was so determined. I knew what I needed to do. And then I ended up having to need some antibiotics, take it, stress. I've got this tummy thing going on. I feel my tummy and I feel whatever. I know it's directly related to my, to my stress levels. It's probably also related to hormones because I'm turning 50 on Friday. Um, and you know, also just some off choices and, you know, like drinking a bottle of wine every night for a month that I think that definitely is going to make me feel off and those kinds of things. You are going to have these moments in your life. Like you're not going to reach your goal, maintain your weight and feel amazing every single day. And that's one of the things I had in my notes too. We're so used to feeling now we know, we know what it feels like to feel amazing so we want that we want that it's the same thing you know when your life is just everything is good and it's bliss but you know that shoe's gonna drop we want our lives to be blissful we want it to be wonderful those moments we're like ah, like a vacation you want it to last forever and then you gotta come back in reality your weight is kind of the same and you're gonna go through different seasons and different situations and different things in your life, or maybe your weight will creep up. The thing is now you have the tools. Like, for example, your weight has gone up 10 pounds, 
But you know, you're not going to, you're not going to gain 20 pounds without noticing. And you now have the tools to step in there and be like, okay, you know, I can see my weight is coming on and who knows why falling back into old patterns, not being as still, whatever. It could just be like your weight is fluctuating at five pounds and yet salty food, hard to, who knows what it is, right? But you have the tools to kind of, this is what back on track is all about, right? That this is like, okay, I see that life is getting the best of me now. And my body is physically responding to that. So what can I do to help my body feel its best, which is also going to lead to that scale coming down, you know? So, so that's where you need to get back on track, but not just back on track. You're not newbies in the weight loss group. You, you, you got to maximize the crap out of that back on track. You got to be just as like consistent and diligent in getting back on track as you were when you're trying to get that scale to move back down, right? So that's the difference. That's the difference. Where's Valerie? I am in selfishly, but if it helps others too, I'm good with it. One to one is a bit unnerving, but it can also speak volumes, right? Yeah. I think, I think we get a lot out of that. I'm no pressure, Valerie, but I'm just saying I would be open to doing that. I think it'd be interesting because we've talked a lot. We've worked through a lot. I know you're here. You're showing you up doing the work. So what is it? Let's see if we can figure it out. I think it'd be a great lesson uh, for everyone else. Hi, Patty. I think the number on the scale is shoved at us and so many other diets. That is something we need to let go, let go of the number and focus on all the things that make us feel good. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, are you doing everything you can to just feel your best and live your best life? Like maybe that's it. You, you, you've got a taste of feeling good. You got a taste of prioritizing yourself. You got a taste of making it about yourself and making choices that make you feel good. And then when we're no longer motivated by that weight loss anymore, other things are going to start to creep in reality of this, reality of that. And maybe that's what we're not happy with. Maybe like I felt my best when I like, cause like dieting gives you an excuse to prioritize yourself. Dieting makes, it gives you an excuse to make it about you. Dieting gives you an excuse to, you know, make this choice, make that choice, whatever. And then when you take the dieting away, what are you left with? You know, which is a different way of saying, what's your motivator now? Like what's, what's causing you to show up? You, you know, do you know what I'm saying? And, and then we're, maybe we're feeling the impact of not focusing on ourselves physically, but more so mentally. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we're, we are in a sense, you know, obviously struggling with these things that we're, you know, we're struggling with, but really also then giving ourselves the, the grace to mentally work on them. Do you know, like maybe, maybe that's what it comes out. It can be so many things. It can be so many things. So this really is about you to figure out what are the things that you can do? What are you doing? What can you still do? What were you doing when you lost the weight that you felt so amazing? You know, what was it about losing the weight? Do you know what I mean? And what is it now about maintaining the weight? Like this is where you can, you have the answers inside you. You're so in tune to yourselves at this point, you know, like what really is going on. Sometimes there is like a real underlying medical issue. Like, you know, today I was on the treadmill. I'm feeling so much better. My, I'm feeling a lot less bloated. I'm, you know, I also haven't been drinking for the last five, six days. My stress levels, I'm, I'm learning. I'm definitely taking time for myself to kind of, to manage them. Um, you know, like I, it's slowly coming together, but this, it's, been coming together for me since probably October. So if that gives you a time range and, you know, sometimes in your body, you comes from a struggling, a stress place, whatever you're dealing with. Um, it's been, and it's probably a combination of things like hormones, like stress, like actual medical issues where I had to take those antibiotics and stuff like that. Then, you know, all those other things that, you know, were affected because of those other things that I was doing, maybe not as active, not as this, not as that, but it's been slowly coming and changing since probably October October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Holy fucking shit balls. It's taking fucking forever. 
but it's been eight months. A, since I have not been feeling my best, like I haven't got to a place where I like feel amazing. It's not worth not working towards it, but it's taking time. And that's just sort of, you know, whatever that, whatever it is, a combination of different things. And now I'm feeling confident I'm going to get back there and I'm, so I went for a workout today. I went to work yesterday. After I'm done here, I'm going to go probably for a quick swim. Um, I'm supposed to be at a thing, but you know, I'm, I got a massage yesterday. I'm really, really mindful about my food choices. So I'm really surrounded by amazing food. And as much as I want to eat all of it, I'm being mindful not to eat too much of it. Cause when I do eat too much of it, it doesn't make me feel good. And so, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, it's just where I'm at. I'm not really happy about it, but I can see my progress in chipping away at it. And this is going to happen for the rest of your life. You, it's, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows every day doing all the things, feel amazing, prioritize. Life is going to hit you. It's going to smack you. You're going to be dealt, dealing with this, dealing with that. And it's a matter of staying on top of it and doing everything you can every day to kind of really manage it, you know? So, so it can be a lot. So just to give you a little bit of a time frame, um, hi Frankie, just a little bit of a time frame. You know, eight months has gone. It's my eight months has also gone by like quick. That's why I'm like, holy shit balls. I counted on my hands. It's a long time. I've been really struggling with this. Um, really, really struggling. Um, so yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna have, um, you know, I have the rest of my life ahead of me and I'm on a mission to feel my best, you know, to look my best and feel my best. And, you know, I'm gonna keep trucking and keep doing all the things. And, but then prioritizing myself and constantly doing the things that I'm not gonna lie. There's moments it's just like, fuck, you know, it's taking fucking forever. Like, you know, and so I'm going away on Friday. It's my 50th. I wanted to look and feel my best rolling into my 50th and I don't. I don't. And I see you guys be like, you look amazing. Yeah, I look great. I, I feel good. Do I feel amazing? Rockstar fucking amazing? No, no. Do I have clothes that I would love to wear that don't fit me? Yes. But you know what? I'm alive and I'm doing the best that I possibly can. And I'm so grateful, you know, and I'm, I'm happy. You know, I got a lot of really good stuff going on. So it's really easy to get caught up in all the what's not happening and how I feel the negative. So I'm choosing to, you know, continue to work at feeling the positive, you know, but, and then my birthday is going to come and go and there's no, there's no weird time limit. You know, it's, I know it's so weird to point out the obvious, but the other day I'm like, okay, I'm turning 50, but it's, I'm going to keep living. Like I'm, I'm not going to be 50 in one day and 50 in two days, 50 in three days. And then I'm going to be 51 and 52 and 53. If I'm so lucky to live a long, you know, life. And it's just, it's weird because even I put on this, I'm turning 50 and I got to get to this place. And I think Tony's still going to stay married to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are still going to do my program. Life is going to keep going, even though I didn't hit this big, you know, my own personal pressure I put on my shoulders to reach, you know, for 50. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, sometimes it can be the pressure. Yeah, I happy. Thank you. You look amazing. I've accomplished so much. Think about it. I will. I will. I'm like, I'm happy where I'm at. I definitely didn't. I'm not where I wanted to be, but, you know, it is what it is. And I have to live another day and keep on working towards it and figuring it out. And, you know, anything that we can do here to help you figure it out. It all is figure outable. You have to remember that your body wants you to be your healthiest so, and feel your best. So if you're not feeling your best and you're not feeling like you're at your healthiest, what is it? Why is it? Is it something physical happening? Is it supplemental happening? And you don't have to figure it out today, you know? And then what are the things that I can do to feel my best every day, to, to do the things that, you know what I mean, that I need to do and all those things and just keep working towards it. Keep showing up. Don't give up on yourself. Still be a cheerleader for yourself and recognize some 
some days are going to be better than others. Just like when you're losing weight, you know what I mean? And some seasons of your life will be better than others, you know, and that kind of thing. But um, let's keep this conversation going. Uh, COVID delayed a lot of progress for everyone. Yeah. Let's not forget. I got to go. Um, let's not forget about that. COVID did frick us all up. It caused a lot of, that's what we actually, it's interesting. They were talking about this at the obesity conference yesterday. Um, and talking about how they haven't even seen the impact yet. They can see the rise in obesity rates, but really they feel like they haven't even really seen the full impact yet because it's still so new because we're on kind of that tail end of it. I know some people feel like we're still in it, um, but for the most part, that tail end of it, they haven't even seen the results of it yet. Um, people just being isolated, being inactive, you know, stress levels piling up, you know, a lot of that, obviously it's no secret. A lot of people gained a lot of wager. I think we haven't even seen the rush of people ready to move on from it yet. I've was really expecting like a big rush of people in uh, in the winter time. Then we had that Omicron popped up or whatever. And then I thought the springtime. And I really think fall is going to be a big time where people are going to finally be like, they need to decompress after the last couple of years. Like, you know, it's great to go right into weight loss, but I think people need to decompress and kind of get back to normal with their lives. And I think the fall is going to be big for that. And we're going to be ready for that. But um, yeah, the, the, co- co- the COVID. The COVID. Uh, it didn't never on people. I didn't never on me. I used to be this calm, go with the flow. Like if you ask any of my friends, thing just like, you know, whatever. Even Tony was like, you used to be so chill. What happened? Fucking COVID. It like, it just messed with my nerves, my stress levels. I'm like stressed out. I have anxiety going places. I'm edgy. I'm, ah, you know, and I think that's all adding to, I can feel it you know what I mean? So yeah, COVID for sure. So we got to cut ourselves some slack. I really have to go. Uh, gotta go. <laughs> Tony's gotta go. I just said, I'm just gonna pop on real quick, like 15 minutes. Uh, I'll be good. Just gonna just tell, talk to them about these notes. And anyway, I hope everyone, uh, I, I hope that you guys are amazing. Um, and I hope that you're going to have not going to be there for Wayne Wednesday. I, I, um, I, Kim and Oded, they're crushing it though. Um, those ladies know what's up. So I hope that you're enjoying the conversations with them. I will be back. Uh, but I'm going to be uh, traveling back on Wednesday and then turning around and going away for my weekend for my birthday, which I'm going to be wait till you guys see where I'm going. I'm, I'm talking about a blast. My goodness. So excited about that. Um, I definitely can't complain. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll, uh, check you later. Bye.